Hey besties, welcome to or welcome back to Ryan Talks. I'm sorry that this is a couple days late. I did have a an idea ready to go for when I got home on Sunday, but I was just really tired. I just been in the car for two days and I just wasn't really feeling it. So I went down the slippery slope. I was like, I'll do it Monday. Clearly that didn't happen. Then I was like, I'll do it Tuesday. Clearly that also didn't happen. So here we are on Wednesday and I'm ready to do it, except we're scratching the last idea. We'll do that next week because I have something else in store for today. As you probably know, I have a best friend named Ellie and we send a lot of videos to each other back and forth on Snapchat. That's just a really great way for us to communicate because we both like to talk and so we can send each other a ton of videos and then when the other person has a chance to listen to them, you listen and then you can respond as you go and you make sure you don't forget anything. It's just, it's a great way to communicate when you don't see each other all the time and you might not have like the opportunity to just talk on the phone all the time, you know? Um, but it's really nice because you can just respond at your own pace and I really enjoy it. I think she really enjoys it. Anyway, so I was opening some videos from her earlier today after I got some coffee with my friend Anna and we made teacher lanyards um, to like put our badges on or whatever, which is really cute. Turned out really, really cute. Both of ours. We had a lot of fun doing that. Um, anyways, so I left and I was like, I'm going to drive around for a little bit so I can watch Ellie's videos and just like drive around because I feel like every time I don't drive for a while, all I want to do is drive around. So I drove around for like like an hour probably um but it was good because I watched all of her videos and I responded and I sent her so many I feel really bad actually but she always tells me that she loves it and that it's fine but I did feel like I sent a lot so I felt bad but the reason why I'm like totally switching topics is because she said something to me today well she said multiple things and they really hit me like they hit me hard. I broke down. I was crying and not in like a bad way. There was like a good cry. Just me like realizing stuff and like putting it into perspective. So I wanted to share with you today what she was saying, what I was saying, just like talk about it. So that's what we're going to do. And yeah, I don't really have much of an update. I'm home from my grandma's. We had a great trip back. Obviously I miss my grandma so much and I wish we could just be with her all the time but I am happy to be back in my apartment. I have been rearranging my apartment a little bit. I rearranged my room. I've been I unpacked right away which I was really proud of myself for and I've just been going through stuff because I'm trying to kind of reinvent my space a little bit which kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm about to talk about because as you know the job hunting process has been really hard for me and really unsuccessful so it's kind of was like really bringing me down and so I was like if I'm gonna you know not move like I had planned and I'm gonna stay in this apartment then I want to really finish unpacking from a year ago and just change it to really I don't know to just like bring in a different vibe and to um I just feel like in order to have like a healthy mental space your physical space needs to be the way that you want it and I just feel like my physical space isn't the way that I want it so I'm changing that finally so that's been really good I love the way that I rearrange my room I'm obsessed with it um I move my bed I just feel like it's a whole new vibe and I'm obsessed so 
anyways, that's not exactly what we're going to talk about today, but it does go hand in hand because it is all related to this crazy journey called the job hiring hunting process. As you know, I've been applying for a ton of jobs and just not much has been happening. Um, Like I said, I got an interview. It was canceled the next day. Like just it's been a downer and you know, if you know, you know, and I'm not going to unload on that whole like, you know, what's what happens. But what I was talking to Ellie about, I sent her some videos yesterday where I was just saying that I felt really guilty because I was at the point where I'm not even like really excited about getting a job anymore because I was excited for not just the job, but the process leading up to it, which would involve, you know, getting stuff from my classroom, seeing my classroom, having time to set it up, having time to plan out um, just my expectations and all these things so that I can have a successful beginning of the year. And just by looking at the dates on the calendar, what I was most excited for is no longer a possibility, right? There's just not enough time. And that was that was if I were to get hired today, which isn't going to happen considering I haven't interviewed. <laughs> so that'd be pretty crazy. Um, so like p- the part, part of the process that I was really excited for is no longer a possibility. Um, and because of what I thought teaching was like in terms of the hiring, which has drastically changed overnight and no one seemed to know that it was like this now no one I've talked to everyone's like flabbergasted that it's like that there's no jobs and all all that stuff um so the dream and like what I wanted was realistic and it was attainable it's just not now you know it's we're past that point there's not enough time um many schools in the area district start in less than a month from now um, I did the math last night. It was like 28 days until like possibly the first day of school. And that's just until the first day of school, not the first day of directed days. And that's not including me interviewing for a job also, which is not going to happen today. Um, there's also not that many jobs that are open left right now that I, cause I've applied for all of them, but a lot of them are filled and new ones haven't been posted. So, you know, with all of that, taking that into perspective, there is just not enough time for there to be what I thought was going to happen, if that makes sense. And I know that life doesn't always like go the way you want it, clearly. And it's like, it's not always fair and you're not always going to get to have things the way that you want them. But because I had a different idea of what this process would be like, because I've seen this process in the past and I've been told by people in the education field that it's not normally like this, I thought that I was being very realistic. I'm not saying that I would have had a job back in March, but I would have had one by now had things been like like they used to, like if the teacher shortage still existed in this area, which newsflash, it doesn't. <laughs> so I'm not saying that like I wouldn't be grateful <laughs> if I did get a job, but at this point, if I do get a job for the school year, it's going to be more stressful than it's going to be exciting. And that is a hard thing to wrap my head around. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be stressed. I want to be excited. But knowing myself, knowing what needs to be done in order for me to have a successful year and knowing what, like, options are left, that physically can't happen, right? And I'm just trying to be realistic with myself. I'm not saying that I won't be able to do it. 
I will be able to do it. I have a lot of people around me that will help me and support me in any way that they can. But what I thought would happen, we are past that point, right? And I'm coming to terms with that. Like, I'm not like, you know, like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not, I'm not not upset about it, but I've come to terms that that's where we're at. And I'm really not trying to say that in a negative way. I'm just trying to be realistic because at this point I feel like that's what I need is to just be realistic about the situation at hand. So that's what's happening there. Um, Could I get a job last minute? Yes. Will it be really stressful and maybe not fun to get started? Yes. Will I be grateful? Yes. Will I take the job? Yes, I will. Like all of these things, like I will do like I'll do that. I'll do I've been doing everything I need to do. I've been applying every day. Well, I've been checking every day. I've been applying for every job that I see, every job that I'm qualified for. And I've been contacting, I've been reaching out to principals, I've been sending them emails, I've been doing everything I need to do. Like there's not much left. There's nothing left for me to do. It's out of my hands. And that was the thing that I was saying um to Ellie is that I hate that I feel so out of control. Because I am out of control. There's nothing left that I can do. I'm doing everything I can do. I'm reaching out after applying. Um, I got an interview and the reason that I couldn't do it was not because of me. Like somebody else applied in the in district and they had to give it to them. Like I'm doing everything I can do. And now what's left is out of my control. And that's a really hard feeling, especially as someone who likes to be in control of everything, you know. So that's a really hard just like thing to kind of have to let go of and realize that there's nothing else I can do. It is what it is. I have to wait and see what happens. Um, so that's a hard thing. But what Ellie was saying to me that really just like, it just put me, it just gave me a whole new perspective. And I started to break down because it just, the words she was saying hit me so hard. And I just immediately knew that I, that I needed to talk about this. Like, I needed to just like share my thoughts and my feelings on this. So that's, that's what we're here to do. I mean, I already have been, but (laughs) you know what I mean? So this isn't like word for word what she said, but basically she was saying that we're 22. We're 22 years old. Like the burden and the weight that we're carrying on our shoulders right now should, we don't need to do that. Like... And I want to state that she said this, I said this, and like, it's completely true. The way that we feel, the way that anyone is feeling, if you're in a similar situation, is extremely valid. Like, it is stressful. It's nothing like what we were told. It's ridiculous the way the districts are, like, posting jobs in district for us to see and letting us apply, even though I never have a, like, I don't even have a chance because... It's still an in-district job, but on my end, it looks like a real job. All of that stuff adding up together, it it would be weird if you weren't stressed out. It would be weird if it didn't bother you. It would be weird if it was, like, not a confusing process. You know what I mean? Like, the way that we're feeling is so extremely valid. So valid. And you need to feel your emotions and you need to let yourself feel them, which is something I have been not letting myself do. Um, but that being said, we're just 22 years old, not even like that far into being 22. 
And what I was saying, I was like, that's just like a baby. I'm just a little baby still. Like, I'm just a little kid is what it feels like. And I saw this thing on TikTok where it's like, you become an adult, like, or you get out of your teens at 20. So I'm like a two-year-old adult. Like, I'm just young. I'm so young. And a lot of people don't start teaching, like, this young right out of college. Um, And that's totally fine. Like, there's no right or wrong timeline but that's like, I'm just barely an adult. And I did finish my student teaching, um, in the fall, but that was cause I was a little bit ahead of the like quote unquote, like schedule for the mat, ma- the, ma- what am I saying for the degree? But if I had just been like right on like the regular track, I would have just been done in June. Like I would have just finished college in June it's July. Like, I'm barely out of college. It's not that, like, in the grand scheme of things, obviously, we are a very career-driven society, and you need a career to have money, you know? Um, And so, careers are a big deal because you need one, and especially if you're passionate about it and you love what you do, like, it's, it's a big part of your life. That being said, This first year of me maybe, may or not, be teaching is so minuscule in the grand scheme of things in my entire life. I am 22. This could be what? Maybe a year? Maybe two years? Not even, hopefully. But like two, one, let's just say one. Let's say I don't get a job this year, but I do next year. One year out of my life where I'm not a teacher I haven't been a teacher for 22 years. It's just not that big of a deal. And I'm not going to be unemployed. I'm going to sub. And we all know that I've had a terrible subbing experience. But I've come to terms with the fact that I may have to sub for a year. And I'm okay with it. I've gotten to the point where I'm okay with it. So I'm not going to be unemployed. I'm not not going to have the money I need. I'm going to have quite a bit less of the money. But I'm still going to have it. And like... Just in the grand scheme of things, it's such a minuscule situation. That doesn't mean how I'm feeling isn't valid. It doesn't mean that at all. But it's just not something to ruin my life over. It's not something to ruin my mental health over. And there's a lot of things that Ellie said. I'm going to try to touch on all of them that just like really hit home for me. One of the things she was saying is that, you know, this situation is not something that we shouldn't let ourselves neglect ourselves over. For example, I've been neglecting my mental health. I've been neglecting my mental health probably since my long-term sub job. The only thing I did to help my mental health was by quitting. <laughs> and But ever, then ever since then, I've been scared of subbing because of that experience. Um, rightfully so. Don't tell me otherwise. Like, you were not in that classroom with me. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea how bad it was. But like that's over. Um, so I need to get my mental health back up and it's just not, this is just not a situation to neglect my mental health over. It's really not. It's not a situation to let myself neglect my physical health over. You know what I mean? Like this whole job thing is consuming my mind 24 seven that I don't eat the way that I should eat because when I'm hungry, I just want to eat a quick snack and just do whatever I want to do. I don't exercise like I should. 
because all day I spend doing something related to teaching. Something. I don't go to bed or get up when I should because I hate going to bed because then that means the next day is coming and I have to do what I need to do. I learned the term for that. It's called, I think it's called revenge. No, it's reverse bedtime procrastination or something like that where you want to stay up as late as possible because you don't want that day to end because of the next day and what that's going to bring. Not even necessarily that you have something like hard that you have to do, but just that you have to deal with whatever you're feeling like again the next day. Or just like, let's say I have to just look and apply for a new job. So it's like, I just want to stay up as late as possible and enjoy the moment that I'm in because I have control over that before the next day where I don't have control, if that makes sense. But that means that my sleep schedule has gone down the drain. So I stay up really late and I go to and I wake up really late. That's affecting me in so many ways, but that's just where my head's at because I'm neglecting my needs because of this whole situation. Another thing is just like neglecting friendships, neglecting relationships, neglecting just genuine connections because I'm just so miserable not having a job and not getting any interviews. Like I'm miserable. I'm just, and I'm not saying that I'm miserable to be around because I try really hard not to be. Like, I try really hard not to burden my friends and my family with my issues all of the time. But it doesn't mean I'm not still miserable when I'm alone or when I'm just miserable up in my head. Like, I'm just miserable because of this. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And I just, like, can't let myself continue to ruin my life over a job over a school district, over an interview, over a job application. Like, it's not worth it. And I don't deserve that. I work so hard to have to, I've worked so hard with my education and to get where I am. I'm getting my master's degree and I've worked so hard on it. And I'm going to just let myself be miserable because I haven't been hired yet. And I'm 22 years old. I'm about to enter a career for the rest of my life. I'm 22. I'm a child. I'm barely an adult. Like I shouldn't be freaking out over this yet. But that's what that's it's hard not to. Another thing she was saying is that like not wanting to make teaching her whole personality. And I feel the exact same way because I feel like especially with so many of my friends being educators and that being something we all share in common, it's so easy to kind of go down that slippery slope of letting teaching be my whole personality. But I have so many other things going on in my life that I love doing, just that I enjoy. And I shouldn't be having to put those on the back burner because of a job that I don't even have yet. You know, I love reading. I love posting YouTube videos. I love doing the podcast. I love, ow, ow, hold on. I'm getting a pain in my side. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um. Anyways, I love reading. I love watching YouTube videos I or making them too. I love doing my podcast. I love going on drives. I love hanging out with my friends. I love just like, I just love life. I love being with my family. I love being with my animals. I love animal sitting. I have so many things that I love to do and I feel like they're constantly being put on hold because of something that's not even in my life yet. Just the idea of it is putting these things on hold. For example, I have five days in August that I'm not animal sitting. Five days. And I double book myself a bit because some people I don't have to spend the night with their animals. So I'm able to do like two different animal sittings at a time because one place I spend the night, the other place I don't have to spend the night. 
and their animals um, can go to the bathroom whenever they want. Like they have a door in and out. Therefore, I can split my time, but still, you know, be with them a lot because there's quite a few hours in the day. Anyways, I was contemplating not taking some of these animal sitting jobs because I was like, well, what if I have a job and what if I start school in the middle of August and I have to do double animal sitting? What if? Oh, well, we'll make it work. I'll find a way to figure it out. Like, I can't put things on hold because of something that's not even in my life yet. I can't say no to my animal sitting that I love and make money from, for one, money, income, just because I could have a job that I haven't interviewed for yet and I haven't applied for yet. That's not fair to me. Why would I do that to myself? But that's what I would have done. I almost did. And then I said, no, I'm going to accept these because I want to and I want these people to be able to rely on me. If I get a job and have to work all day and be animal sitting for two different people, I will make it work. My family will help me out. My friends will help me out. We will make it work. But I'm not going to put my life on hold for something that hasn't even come into, hasn't come to be yet. And I've been doing that for too long and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done doing that. I'm taking my life back and I'm focusing on myself and I'm just done. I'm done doing this. And Ellie has really helped me see that today. And I can't thank her enough for just like giving me this new perspective on life and on this situation. And I'm just done feeling the way that I was. I'm done. It's not fair to me. Life is too short to feel that way. It's long enough <laughs> to where the one year is minuscule, but it's too short to spend the it's too short to spend that year feeling the way that I feel. You feel me? Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Another thing we were talking about is how it's really hard because we feel like we haven't really been given a chance because we're not getting interviews. Like, you're not learning anything about me from my job application. And anything you're learning about me, you're probably learning the exact same thing about the other people. Like, there's not that much in a job application, at least for these, like, ones. They're all very similar. I you're not asking for enough to know whether I would be good just by reading my job application. You would need to interview me to find that out. And so the fact that we're not getting any interviews, like we're not even being given a chance. So it's not my fault. I haven't had a chance to show you what I'm about yet, what I know about classroom management, what I know about teaching every anything, <laughs> what I know about building relationships, what I know about SEL, what I know about PBIS, what I know about just literally everything under the sun that's related to education, you wouldn't know if I'd be good or not because you haven't given me that chance yet. And newsflash, guess what? That's not my fault. I'm doing everything I can. I'm applying. I'm following up. Mind you, half these principals have not once responded to me. Very unprofessional. And when I become a principal one day, I will do things a lot differently. So, if you know a principal or you are a principal, please respond to people. <laughs> I'm going out of my way and I'm spending so much time applying for these jobs and trying to follow up and make a good first impression and you never respond to my email. Um, I'm desperate for a job, so it's not going to stop me from applying in your district. But if I were to be between two jobs and one had really good communication, the other one didn't, I'm not going to pick that one. So just a thought to think about if you're in that position or know someone, please respond. 
it's really hard for us out here. <laughs> and it, if we could at least get some communication just so that I know people are seeing my stuff, it would be greatly appreciated. So just, just a little piece of advice if anyone was looking for it out there. <laughs> anyway, so that's something that I'm also trying to keep in mind is that I'm literally doing everything that I can. And if they're not picking me for whatever reason, I that's not on me. You know what I mean? There's nothing more I can do. I can't even ask to see like what I can improve on because they don't respond. So it would be pointless. But anyways, that was another thing she was talking about. And I just thought that was really important. Um, I know that there was something else I wanted to say. Uh, give me a second to gather my thoughts because I don't want to miss anything. Okay, I remembered the other thing I wanted to say, which is talking about experience or apparently lack thereof. Something that we are being told or hearing is that like, oh, like what you're saying sounds great, but you just don't have enough experience. Like we're going to pick someone that has more experience. Okay. And yeah, it makes sense to want someone maybe that has more experience, even if their other person's answers were perfect. Like, okay, I... I can see that. I'm not saying that, you know, someone with way more experience than me that answers just as well as me, like, shouldn't have, you know, whatever. I get it. I get that people want people with experience. That being said, I know that how I feel is that it's really, it's just really hard because I wonder what the factors are then for other people because there are people who student taught, like, after I did and they have jobs and or they they got they were offered jobs while they were student teaching and so it's like you know it's hard to see that because it's like okay clearly the experience wasn't a factor for their for them but for me it is a factor like what do you want then (laughs) like some people are getting hired straight out of or during student teaching in this area might I add people who I know personally that well, I won't say anything. I'm not going to say what I want to say, but I'll say some questionable decisions are being made in the area with people who have less experience, who are straight out of student teaching. Um, and when I say less experience, I mean less experience with the grade level, not because of the, not because of the student teaching afterwards, just because of based on the grade level. Anyways, um, but people who have student taught after me and are getting hired, like, still while they're student teaching yet people are saying that like oh you don't have enough experience therefore we're gonna go in a different direction why so are you saying that those people didn't didn't interview with anybody else that had more experience like that's crazy and I'm not saying that they don't deserve it I'm so happy for those people and that's so exciting and like I love that for them I wish that could have been me But why is it so different between situations? Why are some people able to get hired during student teaching with only the student teaching experience, but then people who have been subbing or long-term subbing um, and have a lot of, like, in the classroom, like, real one-on-one teaching experience, but that that experience isn't enough. Now we're going to go with someone that has more experience. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense across the board, which I think is really hard because not that I want to compare myself to people, but I can't even like compare the situations and be like, ah, that's just how it is because it's not for other people. So like, what is the difference? What makes that difference? And that's where the whole like 
job application itself comes into play, you're not even asking me for enough information to know whether I'd be a good candidate or not. So what is making that difference? And no one tells you. <laughs> no one's no one's reaching out. No one's saying, hey, we're going to go with someone else, but thanks. Here's something you can improve on. We're not getting any feedback. Not helpful feedback, I guess, um, in terms of like what can we do to stand out? What can we do in the job application where they're already not asking much? What can I do to stand out? Why is why is that not what we're learning about at Central? It's or any school for that matter matter. It's crazy to me. Like I really don't get it. But again, that's another situation where I don't have the control. It is out of my hands and so I just need to let it be and what it is like it is what it is. What's meant to be will be. The time will come. I can't change it. I'm doing everything in my power and I'm going to continue to do everything in my power. So I just have to let it be and I have to come to terms with it. And I know it's going to be hard, but I have to be okay. I have to be or I'm going to be miserable and I refuse to be miserable any longer. So again, starting, well, starting like half an hour ago when I got home, But starting now, I'm done being miserable and I'm done worrying about it. I'm going to do what I need to do. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to lose any more sleep over it. I'm not going to lose any more happiness over it. I'm done letting it control my life because I'm 22. Do you know how young that really is? Like, I don't even feel like I'm 22. I feel younger than that. But in life... 22 I mean I know a long time ago 22 is like middle age but (laughs) we're not there anymore 22 is so young and it's so young to start a career forever and at the end of the day if I don't get a job I will be fine I'm very fortunate to be in a situation where I can sub and that income will be enough for me and I have such a supportive family and such supportive friends that I will you know mentally make it out of there like I'm just everything will be fine and I know that maybe that's not the situation for everybody um especially you know depending on how much you would make as a sub and where you live what your cost of living is like that may not be the same situation for everyone but for me I will be fine it's gonna suck I'm not gonna say that it's not gonna suck but I'll be okay and I I'm doing everything I can do there's nothing more that I can do and I'm just gonna I'm just done letting it consume my life and ruin my days ruin my happy mindset my happy attitude I'm done I'm just done it's just not worth it anymore to let myself feel miserable and to you know have this cloudy mindset all the time I want to be happy I deserve to be happy So I'm going to be happy. And, you know, there's obviously going to be times where I'm not feeling great about the situation and where it's going to hit me again like, ha, this sucks. But I'm done being miserable. I'm done letting it consume my life. I'm done letting it consume my friendships and my relationships and my activities that I I enjoy. Or with my family because my parents take a lot of, like, I complain and we know. With your parents, at least with my parents, I know that I can just 
really unleash it and they're going to be there for me because they're my parents and you know they really take all of that um and you know obviously I don't want to just unload on them all the time but I know that that's that they want me to know that I can always do that but I don't want that to be the only thing that I get to talk to them about I want to tell them about happy things too so I'm just done being miserable I'm just done being miserable. That's the bottom line. Taking my life back, pulling it out of the, I don't know what you want to say, out of the uh, the drain, out of the trash. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pulling it out of wherever it is and I'm just revamping. I'm going to be, I'm just going to, I don't even know what to say. I just feel so motivated <laughs> and I just feel so much more not, I don't even want to say hopeful like for a job because I that's not necessarily how I feel. I just feel so much more like grounded and I'm in my own life and hopeful for the future, whatever the future might be. Whatever the future holds, I am ready for it and I'm excited. So <laughs> that was a lot. Thank you for listening and I hope somebody out there got something from that. If not... um. Oh, well, (laughs) thanks for listening anyways. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's all. I still don't know exactly what my posting schedule is going to be like. I kind of liked the idea of posting on Sunday. um, But then obviously I didn't. I posted on Monday last time and then this is going up today is the plan. So Sundays may not be it. I don't know for sure yet. If I can just get up at least one a week, we'll take that for now. But anyways, I think I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and you want to know when I'm posting and just like keep up with anything related to what I'm whatever, (laughs) I don't even know what I'm trying to say, you can go check out my Instagram, which is Ryan Talks Podcast on Instagram. If you click the link in my bio, you can access any of my social media. That's my teacher Instagram, my regular Instagram, my YouTube, um that my my tiktok probably um anyways any of those if you yikes i just talked so like long and like just that now i can't speak at all anyways if you want to find any of my socials you can check out ryan talks podcast on instagram and in the link you'll find anything you're looking for promise but yeah i think that's everything and if you enjoyed this feel free to follow the podcast is that what you do i don't even remember But anyways, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. Bye.